The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Joe. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 24. Yes. So, uh, another Republican uh, presidential debate was on Fox News, and I, I watched most of it. And then I got bored and uh, moved on to uh, LaughCast.com's Passive Aggressive Hour. Uh, it's a good show. They uh, come on... Uh, Thursday evenings at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you should check it out. I did. In fact, I even called in because they feature uh, Bob Levy's John Wheezy Kitzel. Yes, yes. And uh, well, we talked about uh, politics and uh, and uh, Ghostbuster movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, check them out. It's a great bunch of guys. Uh, I wanted John Kinsel on the show this episode, but I uh, just couldn't uh, nail him down to do it. Uh, he's very busy with, uh, of course, uh, shows like that and uh, Bob Levy and uh, Toilets. Um, I might have been able to lure him in if I had told him I had a new puppet for him or something, but I, I don't. Uh, so, yeah, that didn't happen. But anyway, uh, then when I, by the time I got back to the debate, um, Frank Luntz, I uh, done his, another one of his focus groups, which, uh, is almost as good as checking, uh, chicken intervals, uh, to find out what the ultimate result was. And, uh, they decided that John Kasich had won the debate. <laughs> yeah. I don't think John Kasich has an Ice Cube's chance in hell. Uh, and not just because he's an idiot. Uh, but anyway, uh, what I did see of it, uh, Marco Rubio proved he can tell dirty jokes. And uh, uh, Donald Trump just talked about his, the size of his penis. And, uh, of course, John Kasich said he's the good guy. And uh, Ted Cruz, uh, for a moment there, looked like he had something on his mouth. I don't know, a spittle or something. Went, don't you hate when that happens? And uh, so there you go. <laughs> That's my uh, summary. Well, before the whole debate uh, started, uh, Mitt Romney came out. Remember him? He ran against Obama last time around and uh, lost. But uh, he came out to give a speech uh, urging people not to uh, support Donald Trump because if uh, we do, uh, we'll go into a new dark age. Donald Trump is a phony, a fraud. His promises are as worthless as a degree from Trump University. <laughs> oh, Mitt. He's playing the members of the American public for suckers. He gets a free ride to the White House, and all we get is a lousy hat. Uh, okay. All right. His domestic policies would lead to recession. His foreign policies would make America and the world less safe. Less safe than now? He has now? neither the temperament nor the judgment to be president. And his personal qualities would mean that America would cease to be a shining city on a hill. It's too late to worry about I'm that. I'm convinced America has greatness ahead. And this is a time for choosing. God bless us to choose a nominee who will make that vision a reality. Thank you, and God bless you all. Thank you. Yeah. A crowd that really uh, liked him. The uh, interesting thing here is a lot of what Mitt said in that speech, and I'm not going to play the whole thing because I don't have the time, uh, you can go look it up. Uh, I got this clip from uh, PBS NewsHour. But anyway, uh, a lot of what he said there was true. <laughs> uh, Trump can be quite the asshole. But uh, if Mitt's looking for someone to blame for all of this, uh, for some of it, he's going to have to look in the mirror. Uh, when Mitt was up for uh, running for president, uh, he, he had quite the shot because Obama was just deplorable. Uh, his record is terrible. Uh, we're facing now a $30 trillion debt because of this guy. Uh, 
Uh, there's no more road to kick that can down. Uh, the consequences, we can either deal with them and manage them, or they're just going to happen. But uh, Romney still couldn't beat this guy. I mean, he wilted. <laughs> you know, and you just can't win like that. And I, I understand in one of the debates he had to take on both Obama and Candy Crowley. But uh, you got to step up, and uh, he didn't. And another thing is the political class has created this situation. We've been living with this political class all our lives. It's uh, I gauge it at about 100 years old now. With the uh, I've talked about this before, how the government's a uh, protection racket. And uh, there's the political class, the ones who uh, their whole career that's, uh, is being in politics and government, and uh, it's not supposed to be a career, but uh, that's the way it is now. And then you have... Uh, uh, corporate people and uh, big business people like Trump who uh, pay into it because they can. And that's how you uh, they can pay the protection racket, see. And uh, lesser people and uh, possible competition to people like Trump and other bigger corporations that are bigger than Trump uh, can't because they can't afford it. It's too high. And uh, they have their own little uh, little class there. And uh, like Trump spoke to this earlier on and uh had he stuck with the way he originally said it, that would have liked that a lot better. But nowadays, he just uses it as an example of how he gets along with everybody. And getting along is the very protection racket deal uh, that's brought us to this point. But he said that uh, when people were criticizing him about uh, giving money to Hillary Clinton, and uh, he was going on about uh, she attended my wedding because she had to. But uh, the real sense of this is that Trump had had to pay people like Hillary Clinton because he needs that access. Otherwise, his business will suffer. It shouldn't. It should be decided by market, but it's not. Uh, but he doesn't explain that. He just says this is an example of uh, he can get along with people. Well, then he's just going to continue the racket, and that's the problem. But Romney doesn't really t talk to that. He does a little bit here and there, but he doesn't spell it out because Romney is <laughs> in the same game. <laughs> And uh, he's defending that. He's defending that establishment of the GOP, but uh, he's not really going to tear it down. Trump's done two great things in this, this race. Uh, first, he uh, has made total fools out of the so-called uh, know-it-alls of uh, politics, uh, the pundits and uh, these guys who, the soothsayers that can predict elections and all that. They don't really have any real brain power here they don't know anything it's just all throwing darts at blindfolded at the wall you know i mean because trump's supposed to be gone you know they all predicted it and uh no he's still there and the second great thing he did was that it looks as if and i'm hoping this is true he dealt a fatal wound to uh political correctness and at that more than anything uh really drives the anger that Mitt Romney talked about in this uh, speech of his, where he's going, I understand the anger. No, I don't think you do. Uh, the political correctness has destroyed people, you know, for nothing more than saying something, which is supposed to be protected, but uh, no, not so much. Political correctness is, is far more powerful. But in this case, uh, Trump has just said the most god-awful things <laughs> and uh, hasn't really paid a price for it. Uh he was on the outs with NBC and Telemundo, but uh, so what? You know, they tried to hurt him, and uh, but it's supposed to have knocked him out of the race and put him, you know, like he's ruined and no one will ever want to talk to Trump again. Now, he's pretty much uh, unscathed and uh, haven't seen anything like that. You know, most people, when you screw up, you got to come back and grovel and cry and, you know, beg not to be shunned and all that. And, and uh, Trump... Uh, not going to do it and hasn't had to. So he's done that. Unfortunately, I don't really believe the guy. Uh, he's been done so many 180s on everything. Every issue you can think of, he's been on both sides of it, back and forth and forth and back. And not recently, just comparison to Reagan, who was an FDR Democrat, and then he switched parties. Uh, there's a lot of years in between that moment <laughs> and when he switched. So... It's not quite the same thing. And Trump, you know, I mean, he was supporting Hillary, you know, in the in the time span of a political life, like five minutes ago. So uh, that's not really going to hold up. It doesn't matter because uh, uh, the support behind him is just not going to listen to that. 
So it doesn't. Can he get in? Can he win? Yeah, I think he can. And uh, look, if it's between him and Hillary, I will vote his haystack headed head right into that White House. Because <laughs> uh, despite all the uh, bad things about Trump and his uh, uh, falsehoods and what have you, um, Hillary's done far worse. I mean, she's actually been in power and has done terrible things. And uh, it's just a crook. And uh, so... Uh, once again, the uh, political class, of which Mitt Romney is a member of, uh, has delivered us the same choice that we always have, which is the lesser of two evils. And uh, that's what you'll have to do. Now, it's interesting, in that speech, uh, Mitt Romney uh, said, hey, you've got a choice. You uh, you choose the other uh, candidates that you can choose from. And uh, he even mentioned Ted Cruz. And that must have hurt because uh, an insider like Mitt Romney can't possibly have any love for Ted Cruz. And it's interesting. Uh, all the right people, <laughs> if you're really angry about the political class, all the right people hate Ted Cruz because he didn't play along. He's threatened the gravy train that the protection racket runs. And uh, he spoke to it. He's the only candidate who did. He calls them the Washington cartel. Uh, Carly Fiorina called them the political class. And they're the only two that really spoke to that. And it's a true entity. And uh, so I would go with Cruz. But uh, it doesn't look like he's going to make it either. Now, another point that could Mitt could have made, if he, you know, uh, but he just can't bring himself to it, was that uh, actually... Uh, Rubio and Kasich should just get out of the race and then Cruz might actually have a shot of taking Trump down because all that matters is the delicate count and there's uh you know there's a little more than 100 between Trump and Cruz but uh Romney just couldn't bring himself to say that <laughs> so again uh Romney when it comes to uh blaming somebody for this Trump crusade uh, yeah you got to look in the mirror for that and um uh, and again, other people have said this uh, about his speech that, uh, you know, where was all this uh, anger and uh, ire at another uh, empty suit and uh, fraud? Uh, the, the candidate you were running against. Uh, no, you wilted. Uh, you even apologized for telling the truth when tapes leaked and all that. You just can't do it. You got a backbone up and take it, but you didn't. And uh, Trump's got that in spades. And you're probably right for all the wrong reasons, but, uh, yeah, you got to look in the mirror for the uh, source of this. All right, let's take a short break and listen to some bits and messages, and then we'll be back with more Mr. Nelson Show. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Lozano and Friends. Eric Zorn from the Chicago Tribune. Yes. yes. This whole podcast thing is not new to you, right? I love podcasts. You're, I'm excited to hear about your network. Yeah. And uh, Well, it's I, not I my network. Let's make that clear. I'm just on the, the network. The network you're on. Yeah, network, I think yeah. you can say it's your network. Okay, I'll take you know, it. Like, yeah. But anyway, so, so I mean, I, I really think I, I think that in, in 10 years, 15 years, terrestrial radio is going to be just yeah. gone. Yeah. The people are going to say, I don't want to listen to what, you know, what they want me to listen to at this time. I want to listen to what I want to listen to. On-demand listening, it's, it's getting easier. Easier and easier with all this technology we have. I think it's just the, it's the way it's going. And Mike Pesca has a good daily podcast on Slate, and, and he makes the argument that most people don't listen on their iPods anymore. Most people don't have iPods right. anymore. They listen on their phones. They listen right. on all the various devices. And he just says it's radio. Because, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't say, well, if you're getting HBO, it's not television. If you, if you watch something on Netflix, it's not television. It's, it's television. So what, this, what we're doing here is radio. And it's just because it's delivered in, in a different medium doesn't mean it's not basically the same thing as radio. And the, and the, the term podcast, it sounds really weird to people. It sounds foreign. Mm -hmm. uh, and, they, and they don't get it if you just say, I've got a radio show. Well, what station is it on? Well, it's on Balsano.com. Right. No, that's, that's not a radio station. Well, yeah, it is a radio station because that's, that's what radio has become. Right. You are cutting edge, my oh, friend, and man. so am I. Would you come on my podcast? Would I come on your what? Lasano <laughs> <laughs> and friends, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com Joe Conti, former leader of the Night Glowers and current Lowland Gorilla, Kenny Michaels, 
former legendary amateur baseball player and current therapist. Together, they are The Conti and Kenny Show. Uncensored on Mondays at 7 p.m. on morelikeradio.com and clean as a whistle Saturdays at midnight to 2 a.m. on WMAX 1510 a.m. Boston. Subscribe on iTunes. What's the matter, Sally? I guess the beer just doesn't give me the buzz it used to. You need a butt chug. A butt chug? I'm not pouring beer in my ass. Not beer. Cough syrup. Here, let me flip you over. What? What? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my. Oh. Let's move these panties aside. (laughs) And we'll insert this tube. Oh, ah. Here comes the cough syrup, Sally. are melting. I see flowers taking flight and turning into stars. <laughs> Can't get a buzz? Then you need a butt jug. Warning, butt jugging may lead to brain damage, rectal rot, and or farts that smell medicine Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. Well, Why not watch old crappy movies with me, Mr. Nelson? Yes, you can watch old forgotten theater trash polished up by my brilliant commentary and sound effects. Films and movie serials like The Green Hornet, which concerns the adventures of a young newspaper publisher and his life partner. Yes, in their free time, they play dress-up, they wear masks, and ride around in a souped-up old jalopy while fighting crime. And it's only 90 cents. So head over to my video store at selfy.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Selfy.com slash Nelson. Get it? Once there, you can order some Nelson celluloid goodies today. Warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And we're back, you know... I was hoping I could have got, like I said earlier, uh, John Kinsel on the show. And, oh, oh, wait, what's that? Hey, look who's here. It's Wheezy Kinsel. Hey, John, come on in. Have a seat. Man, <laughs> good to see you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, Doug, I'm really sorry I'm late and all, but, uh, oh, man, oh, I got my hand stuck in the toilet while I was at work, you know, doing my duty. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, Wheezy. Oh, never change. Well, uh, since you're here, uh, why don't you tell everybody listening in uh, what got you started in comedy and also uh, why people should, you know, follow you on Twitter and uh, check out your other shows that you're involved in and go see a, a John Kinsel show live. Uh, explain all that and what that's like and uh, tell them why they should go. Oh, yeah. If you want to see me, what you need to do is... We interrupt this program to bring you this special Nelson News Bulletin. Smuggler had half a pound of cocaine stashed in her vagina. A woman traveling from Jamaica to New York was arrested Sunday after federal agents discovered that she was smuggling half a pound of cocaine in her vagina. Shakira Thompson, a 21-year-old U.S. citizen, flew from Kingston to John F. Kennedy International Airport, where, during questioning from customs and border protection officers, she reportedly admitted to vaginally inserting a foreign body. That foreign body was a vaginal insert that weighed eight ounces and was filled with cocaine, according to federal officials who estimated the drug's street value at $10,000. 
Charged with felony narcotics possession, Thompson is locked up in lieu of $50,000 bail. The accused smuggler, now being hailed on Rikers Island, is next due in court on March 9th. Accused sex toy thief told cops, I would rather do this than be unfaithful. A Florida woman, arrested for stealing a vibrating sex toy, told cops that she swiped the item due to a troubled marriage. Ashton Barton, whose rap sheet includes multiple theft convictions, was spotted Friday morning concealing a Durex Ring of Bliss as she shopped in a CVS pharmacy in Largo, a city 25 miles west of Tampa. After a store employee alerted patrolmen, the officer approached Barton, 33, and began questioning her about the $15 Ring of Bliss. Barton, according to a criminal complaint, admitted taking the sex toy from its packaging and initially concealing the item. Barton said that when she spotted the Largo Police Department officer inside the store, she ditched the Ring of Bliss. Barton reportedly claimed that she was driven to steal the vibrating sex toy because My husband doesn't want to touch me anymore. I would rather do this than be unfaithful. According to Durex, the Ring of Pleasure fits on the base of the penis and enhances mutual pleasure with 20 minutes of vibration. Charged with a felony due to her prior theft convictions, Barton was booked into county jail, from which she was later released after posting $2,000 bond. Barton's rap sheet also includes collars for marijuana possession, forgery, and multiple bad check counts. In a Facebook post yesterday, Barton, a mother of four, wrote that, I found true love and a husband who supports me in everything I do and want to do. Well, almost everything. <laughs> Barton. Another post reports has been married to her current spouse for two years. Jackass steals Girl Scouts cookie dough. Police are hunting for a man who yesterday afternoon swiped the money box of a Girl Scout selling cookies outside a Walmart in Florida. According to cops, 12-year-old Lacey Lee was stationed outside a store in Deltona when the suspect approached the child's table. The man then grabbed the middle school student's cash box and ran towards the parking lot. A witness told cops that the thief escaped after getting into the passenger side of a waiting vehicle. Cops described the getaway car as a late model gray Hyundai Santa Fe, possibly with North Carolina plates. Investigators believe that the thief arrived at the store with a woman and a young girl, and that the trio drove away together with the Girl Scouts cookie proceeds. A surveillance camera recorded the thief inside Walmart prior to the 3.45 p.m. crime. A second image shows the woman and the small child who accompanied the suspect. While police declined to specify how much money was stolen from the Girl Scout, a Volusia County Sheriff's Office spokesperson said, I'd characterize it as a significant amount of money for a hard-working 12-year-old girl. When apprehended, the suspect will face a misdemeanor theft charge since the amount stolen was between $100 and $300. And then there's this. Police hunt bald guy in Rogaine theft spree. Ohio police are hunting for a bald suspect in connection with a series of Rogaine thefts. According to cops, the middle-aged thief has boosted the popular hair loss treatment in repeated thefts at pharmacies, including a Walgreens in Mount Healthy, a city 15 miles from Cincinnati. During the $847 Mount Healthy heist, the suspects also stole Prevagen, a brain health supplement. Police in neighboring Florence, Kentucky report that the suspect has stolen Rogaine from a CVS pharmacy and two Walgreens outlets in the city. Cops estimate that he's believed to be responsible for several thousand dollars worth of stolen merchandise. In a bid to identify the Rogaine thief, police have released store surveillance images showing the suspect inside the Walgreens. The man removed the Rogaine from its packaging before leaving the pharmacy. Investigators, who believe the suspect drives a white Jeep Cherokee, have asked members of the public who might recognize the chrome-domed perp to contact the Mount Healthy Police or the local Crime Stoppers group. And that's the news! Now, stay tuned for another exciting episode of Night Night after these important messages. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and a horse has needs, of course, of course, especially when that horse is Mr. Sex Ed. Hey, Will. Oh, hey, Mr. Sex Ed. You know, I still can't get over the fact that you're a talking horse. How'd you ever learn to talk? 
It all started when your wife introduced me to peanut butter. Why, well, never mind that. Listen, I need you to do a little favor. I got some pebbles up my sheath. Oh. I... I don't know. God damn it. Don't go belly aching on me, boy. You're going to sit there in the lap of luxury and leave a poor, helpless animal out here to suffer? Uh, uh, all right, Mr. Uh, all right, all right. Let's see here. Um, not really doing anything. Uh, keep looking, keep looking. Uh, 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 what's that smell? Well, that's the smell of pleasure, Wilbur. Oh, all right, all right. Now, fondle my sack. What? Why would it... Just do it, just do it! There we go. Yeah. Oh, nasty. Oh, it's all over me. Now, Wilbur, you just stop all that teary-eyed belly aching. You knew what this was. I mean, what kind of a man moves his office into the barn while I'm over here taking a shit? You were looking for some action here, and now you got it, bitch. Uh, God, I gotta go clean up. Wilbur, Wilbur! Hey there. Well, oh, well, hello, Mr. Sex Ed. Why don't you go and get some peanut butter? Uh, That was a mistake, and, and we can't do that anymore. Oh, you goddamn whore. You hush that up. You just stop teasing and start greasing. Mr. Sex Ed was taped before a live studio audience. I, um, I read an article today. It said married men masturbate and go to hookers more than single men. You think that's true? Oh, yeah. Married women won't suck your dick unless you won the lottery. Wait. You don't think married people have oral sex? Why do you think women get married? They want kids. They ain't gonna drink the kids. It's disgusting. Come on, honey. Do a shooter. Thank you. A new Disney film. Honey, I drank the kids. There's more on the other cheek. All right. You don't got laid a lot, JFK. He got a lot of pussy. All right, now. JFK got a lot of pussy. All right, we know that. Our pal, the late, great Otto Peterson, is no longer with us. But his legacy of laughs lives on at autoandgeorge.com. There you can find his DVDs, T-shirts, and all things Otto and George at autoandgeorge.com. The Bob Levy Show supports Warrior Point, Inc. It was created to be the number one rallying point for any and all veterans who have honorably served this great nation. It does not matter whether you served your time during peacetime, wartime, or if you're still serving. If you served in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, or National Guard, you are welcome as a member of Warrior Point. So join the ranks of Warrior Point to support one another and to help raise awareness of the issues you face as defenders of our great nation. Follow them on Twitter at Warrior Point and friend them on Facebook and go to warriorpoint.org. I see him, um, it's right down the hallway, the big dog bed, and I see him, he's laying on it with this fucking red fucking plastic bowl that he always grabs and he chews on it, and then Hensel walks up, I go, he's not going to go anywhere, and he, you know, because he'll give up the bowl, he won't try to run with it, and all of a sudden he gets the bowl, and I hear, ha ha, and I was like, is this, is this guy with us? Hey, John, do you get on all fours behind a dog and have your brother push him over you? Yeah, he trips him. Yeah. yeah. Right now, the dog's sitting in the corner, look just like with tears in his eyes, like that Indian with the, when they threw the fucking garbage in the fucking street. You know? The Bob Levy Show on RadioMisfits.com. Uh, this is Bubo from Night Night. Uh, and you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show. <laughs> we 
with Night Night and Boobo sent on a wild goose chase to Florida by Commissioner Wetwin, the city of Cityopolis finds itself at the mercy of the control freak's mind control. Now, you see, boys? My, 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 my plan is working. Yeah, boys. They're all acting like a bunch of idiots. Now we can rob them all blind. <laughs> now, 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 hold on a minute. That's not what I, I want to do. Uh, you, you see, I, I, I want to rule the whole city and make them b b pay for how they all treated me. Huh? Huh? Come on, boss. That's crazy talk. Now, now, now you hush that up, you, you, you son of a bitch. Sit down before I make you a babbling idiot like everybody else. Hey, Buzz, uh, take it easy. Yeah, boss, why don't you do them like you made those podcasters do each other last night? <laughs> Come on, now. I, I was coming off of a crack high, and, and I was nuts. I'm kind of sorry I made them do that. All right, now, we, we got to wait till my signal has solidified into the brains of the city, and then I'll make them do all kinds of stuff. See, old control freak knows what he's doing. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at a small Florida airfield. All right, damn it. What do y'all want now? Well, since you won't give us any fuel for my nightcopter, we need directions to the nearest bus station that'll take us back to Cityopolis. Oh, oh okay. Well, uh, what you need to do is, is, uh, you go down this road right here. You see that one right there? This road right here. And as soon as you come to the, the next road crossing it, you take a left. You take a left, you know? Yeah, I hear you. And you, you keep going. And when you come across this little town, there will be your bus stop, all right? Yeah, let's go, Bobo. But after hours of wandering aimlessly, the masked marbles can't seem to find their way out of an ever-deepening swamp. God... Even in the dark of night, the humidity is unbearable. The skeeters are eating me alive, night-night. Not to mention these sweat-dampened tights are giving me a case of swamp ass. <laughs> Wait. I see lights. This could be the bus station, Mbubba. But as they get closer, they realize... Oh, Mbubba! We've been going around in circles. This is the same stupid airfield. What? Wait a minute. I can hear them talking inside that trailer. Yeah, mm. That was the mass marbles, all right. But I sure fixed them. I sent them on a trail to nowhere. They're going to be good and lost in that swamp. <laughs> yeah, buddy. They're going to be gator shit for sun up. <laughs> yep. The only shit around here is going to be the pile in your pants when you find out one of your prize planes is missing. Come on, Bumo. We're going to commandeer one of their vehicles. And soon our heroes do indeed make off with one of the available planes and eventually find themselves over the skies of Cityopolis. Runway Tower, this is Night Night. I'm low on fuel. I must make an emergency landing. Do you copy? Over. <laughs> some kind of interference. I, I can't seem to get through. Oh no! The power's cut off. We gotta bail out! <laughs> we made it. Well no. Our plane crashed into that truck. We've got to act fast. Citizen! Citizen, are you okay? Do you need an ambulance? <laughs> Damn it, Boo! He must have suffered some kind of brain damage. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. <laughs> what the hell? Everyone's doing it. What the hell's going on? I, I don't know, Boo, but we better get back to the Knight's Lair and figure this out. And soon, back at the Knight's Lair. <laughs> My guy, it's affected Shredley. Now, uh, toss him in the store, Bobo. But it's funny to watch him do that. 
it, Bubo. Do as you're told. I can't concentrate with all that babbling. <sighs> now, I need the night computer to analyze this situation and come up with a possible diagnosis and solution. About an hour later... Hmm... According to this, a certain high-pitched signal that is too high for the human ear to hear is manipulating a certain neurofrequency that results in mind control. Hmm... Also, it appears that people of a low IQ remain unaffected. Um... Bubo, it appears that there's some sort of strange signal going on that's causing people to act like this. But it doesn't affect people of a superior intellect like me. And me too! <laughs> well, only due to my training, obviously. Now, let's fire up the night cruiser and pursue this sinister signal to its source. And soon the night cruiser arrives at the WBLZ Studios parking lot and What's inside? Okay. Everything seems quiet. Almost too quiet. Hey, these broken wings and learn to fly. What are you doing, Bobo? Huh? I just got this song stuck in my head and Shut up, dumbass! We don't want anyone to hear us. Who? The criminals, idiot! Oh god. Clearly Wetman sent us down to Florida on a wild goose chase when We weren't chasing a goose, we were chasing the freezer. <laughs> Damn it! It, and the freezer was obviously in town all along. He must have changed his modus operandi to mind control. Perhaps he's trying to freeze human thought. Great thought, police night night. Oh no! Someone's coming! Quick, hide! Why are you going down there, Butch? I thought I heard something. You better stick with the boss. I'm gonna check this out. But. As Butch turns the corner... <coughs> Got him, boo -boo. Yeah, you know, we ought to use nighty-night gas more often instead of our fists. Well, excessive use can lead to neurological disorders. So? Hmm. I guess you got a point. Yeah, yeah, alright. You go that way and, uh, and I'll go this way. Take these broken... Oh, no, don't! Don't sing! We need to sneak up on them. But without the element of surprise, we're as good as dead. And as Night Night approaches the central studio... Where the hell's Butch? He's been gone too long. You want me to go check on him, boss? Yeah, but, but, but maybe you better. <sighs> oh, no. What the hell was that? I, I, I didn't program anybody to do that. Boss! It's night night! My old nemesis! The control freak. Just as I always suspected. The night night, you said it was the freezer! Damn it, Boo Boo! You were supposed to remain hidden as my backup! Get to the damn point! Shut up, night night! Don't make fun of my speech impediment! That's one of the reasons I became the control freak. I'll get the last laugh yet. Even someone as stupid as you, Night Night, will su succumb to my signal when you're this close to it. Stupid? Then I thought you said. Shut up, Boo Boo. Quick. Get the Nutty Night gas. I don't think you want to do that, now, do you? No, I don't. I, I'm just going to stand here and do nothing. What? What are you doing, Night Night? We can't beat him, Bobo. We just have to let him win. What? Look, here's a good thing to do. <laughs> Wait a minute. I better do something. I know. Night night gas. Oh no! The bottle's all gunked up. Get that little. Yeah. Come here, you. Oh no! The exit doors are locked. No escape for you, Bubba. And since you're too stupid for the boss's signal to work, well, then I guess I'll just have to kill you. Right, boss? Yeah, right. Say your prayers, Bubba. Only one thing to do. You got to throw a night grenade. Huh? And when the smoke clears... Ubo. 
Boo-boo. Uh, over here, night-night. What happened to WBLZ? I, well, I blew it up with a night bomb. Hmm. Well, where's the control freak and his gang? Uh, I, I don't know. You idiot. You let him get away. However, your idiocy came into good use as it made you immune to the control freak signal. This is the one and only time that my superior intellect became a hindrance. Wh what do you mean? You said only intelligent people could resist that signal. Well, now you're saying only stupid people can resist it. Uh, I don't understand. Exactly, Bobo. You don't understand because you're too stupid. Don't try to push that pea brain of yours beyond its capacity. Just accept that under my brilliant guidance, we have once again saved Cityopolis. Now let's go. Thus ends another exciting adventure of Night Night. This has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? And now, get ready for Star Trash, featuring your favorite cosmic heroes, Captain Bob Brownstar, Ginzo Conti, the half-man, half-lowland gorilla, and our favorite plumber android, Kinsel the John. And now, join us. As they search for adventure, collecting the garbage of space, aboard the starship Blue Cheese. Captain's log. <laughs> well, we're back on course after we had to leave Spacey Pressman at the hospital space station. You see, she got sodomized by a water pork in the alien world we visited last week. Also, Genzo Conti had to get dipped for fleas again. Hey, bub, we're getting a message from Admiral Artie Quitter. Well, don't just stand there with shit in your hands, Genzo. Put him on the screen. Hey, bub. Hey, Artie, what's going on, brother? Well, uh, Bob, it seems we got some reports that a whole shitload of asteroids are heading this way, so, uh, you're the only ship out there to deal with it, so we need you to investigate and uh, come up with a plan to get rid of those asteroids. So, uh, yeah, take care, brush your hair. All right, Genzo. See what you can find out about these, uh, these asteroids. Uh, uh it's asteroids, Pop. Ooh, I don't care. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, I guess we gotta go fix the universe's hemorrhoids if they're asteroids. <laughs> You're unbelievable, Genzo. Uh, have you sold for spare parts? Genzo. Genzo the John. Oh, huh, huh. Is that you? Yes, Kinsel. It turns out you're not far wrong. You must use the Cosmic Plunger to save the universe. Huh, huh, huh. Hey, Bob, it looks like uh, all these asteroids are coming out of this black hole. Yeah, Genzo, I don't want to hear any weird stories about what whores you hooked up with over the weekend. No, no, no. Well, we'll get Nelson the computer to deal with it. He'll explain it. The analysis shows that this black hole has somehow prolapsed and is now going in reverse. Normally, a black hole's gravitational pull would suck everything into it, but instead, this is pushing everything away, including this massive load of asteroids. Wait a minute! How the hell did some cosmic asshole prolapse? Although nothing conclusive has been substantiated, the most popular theory holds that as the black hole's coordinates match those of the last known location of the Penetra-class starship Norton, it is possible that a collision between the ship and the hole somehow caused this current predicament. Well, all right, let's see these asteroids on the screen. Whoa. It looks like a giant turd. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I was going to say, because <laughs> that's what it is. 
What are you talking about? This little thing calls for a plumbing solution. And well, <laughs> that's my area of expertise. <laughs> I thought your expertise was laughing at yourself. Yeah, whatever. I'm getting bored with this bullshit. Alright, Kinsel, what do you got there? Well, uh, a great legendary wit. Oh, Jesus. Uh, he left me with this cosmic plunger thing. It's just a prop. No, no, no. It's got magical powers and shit. And, uh, <laughs> I gotta use it to fuel some, uh, plunger, to some plunger torpedoes that, uh, <laughs> we can launch into the hole. <laughs> and it'll reverse the hole and suck all the, the, the star turds back into it. <laughs> God damn it, Kinsel. That's stupid enough to work. What? Where? What? Really? And so, Kinsel the John, android custodian, worked feverishly on outfitting the Astro torpedoes into the shape of toilet plumbers. And when ready... Okay, guys. <laughs> All right, Kinzo. Shoot the shit. And amazingly, the blue cheese fired off his torpedoes. As it flew directly into the cosmic anomaly known as a prolapsed black hole. Wow, what do you know? Look at that. All the turds are being sucked back into the hole. Yeah, but, uh, so are we. Oh, man, we're going down with the rest of the shit. Kinsel, get your ass up here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I guess, uh, we worked hard, so, uh, <laughs> the rest of the universe didn't have to. Will Bob Brownstar be sucked into the asshole of the universe? Did Ginzo get all the fleas taken care of back at the hospital? And what about Ginzo the John? Is the whip a real person or just his deranged imaginary friend? Tune in next time for another adventure of Star Trek! In space... No one can hear. I stand corrected. Hey gang, it's Mr. Nelson again. Hey, you like sci-fi movies and outer space adventures? Well, now you can watch one with me. Our film is called Cosmos, War of the Planets. It was Italy's answer to Star Wars, but for some reason it just didn't catch on. Maybe it was the cheap special effects, or the below soap opera level acting. Or maybe it was just the fact that the studio forgot to turn the damn lights on. Anyway, our sci-fi romp stars, John Richardson, who once had a shot at being James Bond, but he lost out to George Lazenby. Richardson just couldn't catch a break. I mean, it's one thing if you lose out to Sean Connery, or maybe even Roger Moore, but George Lazenby? <laughs> oh, well. Warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to cellfi.com slash nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. There you'll find all the films that I've graced with my smart-ass commentary. So again, head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson. Then if you want to be a real fan, you can get your Cosmos War of the Robots t-shirt. Yes, all you have to do is head over to Society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. That's Society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. All one word, M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it'll be just that simple. There you'll find not just that Cosmos shirt, but plenty of other shirts that I've designed and other articles of art, like prints, mugs, and tumblers. You know, stuff like that. All kinds of goodies. <laughs> you can even find the Mr. Nelson Show t-shirt. That's right. And my own designs for the Bob Levy Show t-shirt. Yes, quite a few. Yes, it's all there. So head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. All one word. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. And now it's time for another episode of Perhaps, but maybe not. Yvonne Craig played Batgirl in the popular 60s Batman TV series, and then it was cancelled. But then, she got to play her again, briefly, in a TV commercial in 1972. This story comes to us courtesy of Brian Cronin of Spinoff Online. In 1963, the Federal Equal Pay Act was passed. The act made it illegal to pay men and women different salaries if they performed jobs that required equal skill, effort, and responsibility. So it's, it's already law, huh? 
Anyway, nearly 10 years later, though, many employers still ignored the law, so the Department of Labor enlisted the Bat Crew to film a public service announcement about the law. Bert Ward, producer and narrator William Dozier, and Craig all agreed to, rep to reprise their roles for the ad. Only Adam West, who of course was trying to get away from his role in the series, but later he uh, made peace with it after it destroyed his career, but uh, what else could he do? Anyway, uh, he refused to do it, so Dick Gautier, Jaime the robot from Get Smart, filled in. And, uh, you know, he did a pretty good job for it. Anyway, you can see it on YouTube. Uh, the ad shows Batman and Robin tied up in a warehouse with a bomb, and Batgirl shows up to save them, but pauses for, before doing so to confront Batman about why Robin gets paid more than her. The ad ends in a cliffhanger stating, Will Batgirl save Batman and Robin? Will she get equal pay? And then they yell to you to write to into the uh, Department of Labor to learn more about the issue. However, upon agreeing to do the shoot, Craig wanted to use her original Batgirl costume. Problem was, nobody had it. Except one man, Robin! Yes, that's right. Apparently, Burt Ward had uh, purchased the suit uh, after the show ended. <laughs> and so he had to uh, provide it for uh, Miss Craig to wear in the ad. Um... He said, uh, a friend just might have one. <laughs> and so he showed up and then waited patiently outside uh, Miss Craig's uh, dressing room as she changed so that she could return the suit to him uh, and that he could return it to his friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, there you go. So, uh, if you're wondering where the, uh, Batgirl suit is. Talk to Burt Ward. Boy, when you see that ad, you can really see uh, Burt Ward. Was, uh, there's a little bit of chunkiness there because uh, he was a skinny little kid in the Batman show, but uh, today he's quite the butterball, so he's not wearing the suit, at least not today. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, did Burt Ward purchase the Batgirl suit? And why would he? Well, perhaps, but maybe not. All right, another episode in the bag. Uh, hopefully, I'll have a special guest for you in uh, the next episode for next Saturday. Do tune in. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Anyway, uh, time to turn out the lights once again here at RadioMisfits.com and bring this Nelson show to an end. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Oh, man. Oh, I got my hand stuck in the toilet while I was at work, you know, doing my duty. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh.